Welcome to the Healthy Living Podcast. The Healthy Living Podcast gives you actionable tips and tools for self-empowerment so you can create the life you love with your host, Anna Block, integrative nutrition practitioner, coach, and the founder of Anna Block International. You've heard them before, phrases like listen to your body and do what works for you and, you know, even eat intuitively, which sounds like reasonable advice when you're trying to lose weight. But they're actually not that reasonable unless you know already how to listen to your body or have a self-health system in place that does in fact work for you. So that's what I help the women I work with do so that they can overcome stress and emotional eating or cravings and their unique triggers keeping them stuck. And it's what we'll be discussing in today's episode of the Healthy Living Podcast where I'll share my top three strategies to begin to build the self-awareness that you need to make long-term weight loss and positive metabolic health part of your approach. And if you want more resources, then head on over to my blog at annablock.com.au forward slash blog. So if you're surrounding yourself with positive body image slogans and empowering messages of, you know, listening to your body and being mindful or eating intuitively, that's a really great start um, and a really supportive antidote to, I guess, the deprivation culture that's uh, present at the moment, especially on social media and online, you know, dieting, calorie counting, that sort of mentality that's really popular at the moment. So well done for uh, being and surrounding yourself in an environment that does that. But this only really works if and when you actually have a few parameters in place and the awareness of how to make that happen so that you really are dialing into what your body needs in order to achieve your weight loss goals. Because this is what I traditionally and typically see when I begin working with someone. So they've tried to lose weight um, and they've been told to eat intuitively um, and listen to their body. And all that may be well and good in theory, but what their body is telling them is to eat all the cake all the time or to drink all the wine, you know, or comfort eat and self-sabotage and they have no true idea what actually does work for them. In fact, the women that I work with have usually lost touch with their body's signals a long time ago. And it's usually after years of restrictive dieting or calorie counting, feeling hungry, you know, deprived or both, and usually some sort of self-sabotage or emotional stress eating. And they don't in fact know how to dial in on real hunger, which has been traditionally overruled by things like calorie counting or emotional espionage. And so what they feel is confused and overwhelmed and hurt and angry and essentially don't know where to begin to unravel the emotional ball of wool when it comes to the relationship they have with food and their own body. So what they need is not just an eating plan, 
because they've tried that and like yourself listening, you might have had varying degrees of success perhaps for a few weeks, but then life gets in the way or they get triggered and they sabotage themselves yet again. So what they actually need is to develop a detailed framework or blueprint so that they can really start to dial in on their hunger and fullness cues and start to rebalance their hunger hormones and learn how to, I guess, listen to their body and do what works for them in that capacity. So if that sounds like something that you need to do and you're struggling with the actual consistency or the awareness around your own individual triggers to things like comfort eating, despite knowing what to do and what to eat, then you're definitely in the right place. Because being aware of your body and understanding things like your specific hunger cues, you know, how your emotions and hormones drive your decisions and how stress plays a role in your body are actually an essential part of the pie. In fact, having that awareness is probably one of the key reasons between women who I see struggle with their weight their entire adult life and women who are more empowered in developing a healthier relationship with food and their body. And as a coach, giving objective feedback um, allows them to identify their blind spots because as women, it's actually normal to fool ourselves. And that's where it's great and really beneficial to, you know, call it out on, on yourself and having the right support and resources and the right mindset are an essential part in nailing it long term. So let's go into the three strategies of building self-awareness around that so you can start to harness a more positive relationship with food and your body. So strategy number one is around building an awareness building practice. So this is about the ability to really start to tune into your own body, which is incredibly useful when it comes to weight loss goals. And there's, a, there's certain practices and habits that can really help you develop that sort of skill in terms of tuning into and tapping into understanding your own body signals. So these days, I find that a lot of women have lost their ability to be present when they eat. Usually we eat on autopilot. We don't really register how much or what we're eating. Sometimes we're rushing and just, you know, jamming whatever we can in lunch breaks or on the run in the car or sometimes just in front of the TV mindlessly eating. So we've lost that awareness of when we're hungry, truly hungry, or if we're just actually bored and eating, or even knowing when we're full. So the strategy, and this is just one strategy that can help you start building that awareness, is to at each meal, perhaps over the next day or a couple of days, what I would want you to try is to take a few extra minutes to just be present in the moment. So that sounds quite simple, but what I mean is to start to really slow down your eating, savor the taste and the texture of your food, chew slowly, maybe make it a point to chew at least 20 times for each bite. 
you know, place your fork down with each bite that you do take. So when you do take a bite of food, really start to savor what you're eating and really begin to relax through the process, which switches on your rest and digest system. So you'll be able to to absorb the nutrients from the food a lot more effectively in terms of slowing down your eating and then increasing your digestion. And as you eat, you can start to dial into whether you're hungry, because if you are, you can eat a little bit more. You can wait a few minutes, start going and eating a little bit more until you start to feel content. So not stuffing yourself at what seems to be, you know, at 150%, but something like 80% full. And that's about it, because if you're quickly eating a meal and you're not really registering how much you're eating or you're really scoffing it down, it takes your brain a lot longer to register that you are full, which can also mean that you're going to have that delayed reaction and cause you to overeat over time. Um, And if you're struggling to slow down, you can try a tip of using your own phone timer. So What you can do is you can start your phone timer when you start your meal and record how long, how many minutes have gone by as you finish your meal. And then what you can do is try and challenge yourself over the course of a week and add a minute to each meal that you have during the day. So even in a week's time, your eating pace will actually match your brain registering that you are full, which can really be that delayed, even like a 20 minute delay, and which which can cause a lot of dysfunctional eating and overeating. And the point is not to aim for perfection with each and every meal, but rather to do it consistently so that you're going to be able to build that skill up naturally and really start to hone in and fine tune of building awareness around your meal times. So this is just one of the strategies from a collection that we do run through in my 14-day metabolic connection challenge, which really helps you to dial into building awareness around your food and your hunger and your hormones. Which brings us to strategy number two, which is about recording your progress. So as you continue to build awareness, this is where recording your actual observations is a really powerful way to document what's happening in your body. And by doing this, it helps you turn your experiences into feedback for your brain about your body that you can start to build on. So you know what they say, what gets measured gets done or gets assessed. So using questions as a starting point, um, you can start to really document or assess the daily practices that are working for you and questions that you might want to ask depending on which topics or what your goal most resonate with. So for example, when you're eating slowly um, in strategy number one, you might say to yourself, okay, so what am I noticing about the meal that I'm eating or that I just ate? 
you know, how did I feel about what I chose to eat in that meal? Um, you might ask yourself how successful you were on a scale of one to 10 with eating until you were comfortably full, so that 80% full rather than stuffing yourself, or perhaps how you felt after the meal. Did you feel like you wanted to eat something sweet to just round it out or whether your energy was high or whether you felt content? So how you felt or how you noticed yourself feeling physically or even emotionally, you know, even what thoughts came up for you in that entire process. So you can dive a little deeper as time goes on and begin to ask yourself whether any patterns or triggers are coming up for you. So links between any emotional feelings and what you choose to eat in a given moment. And this is a really good way of starting to join the dots, whether there's some sort of trigger or emotion or person or environment that is keeping you stuck. And it's a practice of questioning that really works best as part of the coaching process that I use in the 14-day in the Metabolic Connection Challenge, but it is definitely worth trying on your own. So this is strategy number three, and this builds on number two, and that is around journaling. So this one is all about asking Socratic type questioning as a strategy that, you know, I know that the law uh, profession uses this quite, quite a bit, but also the coaching process, where in the coaching process, we use this um, to examine and especially if you're trying this for yourself, going through a process by um, reflecting um, and bringing up any emotional triggers to the surface so that you can start to strengthen your physical self-awareness. So if you're doing it yourself, Socratic type questioning works really well when you're doing it through that journaling process. Because journaling can also get you to consider your own eating choices as well as the habits that surround them. And you can look at things like what may or may not be working for you, whether you have any emotional or physical triggers in your immediate environment, and any physical changes that you might be experiencing like, for example, weight loss or things like whether you're feeling more energized, if you're experiencing less cravings, and those sorts of physical changes. So some questions that you can journal um, with is what you've, for example, put the most effort into over the past few weeks in this process. You know, were there any areas that you found really enjoyable or any bright spots? In the, in the process, perhaps what might have come easily to you or whether you found that you really mastered an area or started to develop a system for yourself. So for example, um, instead of snacking as soon as you get home where you might have identified in strategy one or two that that might be a red flag or a red zone and what you're trying to master for long-term weight loss, maybe you've developed a strategy or a system to not spoil your appetite and eat a healthy dinner instead. So recording that and the steps that you've taken to achieve that. 
Another question can be to list some positive actions or behaviors that you may have adopted or habits that you might want to look at in the future to refine or focus on next. So what the next habit or action that you might be able to do to build on where you're at right now. So that sort of process of journaling and documenting and doing the thought work is to really start to tap into insights about yourself so that you can really streamline the most relevant habits and behaviors or skills that you know that you need to build awareness in so that you can actually truly begin to listen to your body and tap into what works for you and your body's needs in an ongoing practice. And one of the most important factors is being consistent with this and something that you really begin to master through um, my 14 day challenge where you get the support and the accountability that you need to do it consistently across the 14 days to really start to see some tangible results and put in the groundwork. Um, and it's a coaching approach to really fine tune that exact process specific to you and your goals. So if you want a step-by-step -step process and that vital accountability, then definitely join us in the next intake. I'll put the link in the show notes. And if you're really struggling with emotional or stress eating, you can also check out another three powerful strategies that I use in my own coaching process to beat the, that emotional eating cycle and start to regain control over in my blog. So you can check that out at annablock.com.au forward slash blog. And I'll also put a direct link to that article in the show notes of this episode. So I'm going to say this to everyone listening right now. I would love to hear from you. Have you tried any of these approaches that we went through today in today's episode in a bid to lose weight? Was there one strategy or way that you found that worked really well for you? Let me know um, where the best conversations are happening in my Empowered Women Self-Health Revolution on Facebook. So you can head on over there, request to join us and let me know. And if you really want to work out your unique metabolic self-health system to really start to lose weight and fire up your metabolism and get rid of the emotional eating and cravings to develop a more positive relationship with your body, then my 14-day metabolic connection challenge will show you exactly how to do that in a step-by-step -step process so that you can lose weight for the long term without the emotional triggers and the self-sabotage so you can have that consistent success long term. And if you have a loved one struggling with their weight or emotional eating who would really benefit from this episode, then please feel free to share it with them. And if you're not already subscribed to my email list, please go do that. We send out personal updates, um, email only broadcasts, tools, strategies, and bonus recipes. So all kinds of goodies that I just don't share anywhere else. So you can get on my VIP list at annablock.com.au forward slash subscribe. And I'll also put the link in to that in the show notes. 
And for everyone listening, thank you so much. Keep on creating a healthy life that you love. So thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Healthy Living Podcast with Anna Block. If you like this show and want to know more, check out annablock.com.au or please leave a review on iTunes and share it with your friends.